First, you try to eat the mic. Now you want to headbutt it. Mike <laughs> wants to open the Stella Rose Black. Oh, man. It's, it's been an interesting week, I'll say that much. I'm ready to, like, be motivated to go do some, like, Thanks, crazy sir. stuff and be really successful. And at the same time, I want to jump through a window. And... Oh, that was so nice. Are we recording already? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. I was waiting for you to get back. Huh. Figured have a little fun, banter a little bit back and forth. Okay. Crack some beers, get ready to, for the next round. Yeah. All right, so. Um, Welcome back to Shifting the Gears. I'm Kyoshin Saka. I'm Michael Ebinger. And I am Kyle Wise. This is part two of our uh, unintentionally super long episode. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Well, dude, you had a lot of fucking cars to talk about. That is true. You had a lot of track day to talk time. about. Um, just my car list and... In general, I am that so was sorry twenty something minutes on your cars alone. That. that was rough. I mean, honestly, it's gonna be. It, it gives. It was like cool cars that I had to talk about, and it's all just like stupid three hundred dollar piles of shit. But if you look at your progression, That's each true. car you got was a nicer and different aspect of your car. You Until, went through a whole front wheel drive aspect. <laughs> yeah. And you're still back on front wheel drive aspect. I mean, uh, well, technically. Speaking of. Hold on, hold on. Project hold on. cars. So, let's go project car updates. Mike, have you done anything to your cars recently? No, I'm on vacation this week, and I'm too focused on having the money for you Colorado. Yeah, I'm going to have to drive it to Colorado, so I'm going to sit there and wait. Are you Get the oil change done, oil tires change? rotated, all that stuff. Yeah, I'm doing the oil change. Uh, probably either to, if I wake up early enough tomorrow before the football games, then I'm going to do that. Okay. If there is even football tomorrow, because now there's more people getting tested positive for COVID. Of course, now it's fucking. Yeah, let's not even get into that. Yeah. I'm super sad because I like sports. Um, Me too. I really haven't done anything. I've made a part list. Uh, drove my car. I oh, drove the too. green one for around for a little bit. Um, haven't really done shit though. Busy week at work. Um. I did make a part list as well. Okay, touche. Uh, let's see. <sighs> Now let's so, get to the car we want to talk about. We already yeah. know what car this is. We mentioned it before. And, and we've talked about it a anything. lot off, off podcast. Um, Kyle, our guest, picked I up a new project car. Finally have a project car that I'm... I never thought I would with. see this day come that he bought this car. Because so, forever it was going to be I buy that. Yep. And I, he bought the other one. Okay, so... To um, give our listeners a little context here. Um, You're I, a what? Nissan guy. Yeah, I am very much a Nissan guy. I want a Skyline. I, just like every other Nissan guy, I want a freaking Skyline. I, I'm i a little bit of a mob, although I want an R33. Everybody likes to hate I love the, the R33. R33. I absolutely love I, the R33. I like the understated looks. I like that they're just a little bit better performing than the R32. I love everything about them. Um, it's a nice the R34, blend between... But the R33 400R is so yeah, nice. Yeah, but you can't touch one of those. So they made like... 300 of them. I know, I know. And I just two mean, of them are sitting in a fucking museum. Yeah. And so, but regardless, um, I've had my eyes set on a lot of different skylines for a very long time. I've been through every freaking possible importing website you can go to. I'm pretty sure I've visited every single one of them. Um, there's one you haven't and that I just found. There's my fiance who's very into Supras. Um, so we no wonder why we get along. So we're we're talking project cars. This wasn't out of cars until she met us. And, um, we're talking project cars, and you know, obviously she's into cars as well, and wants 
you know, like a family project. And so we're talking, and she wants a Supra, and I want a Skyline. And I was like, okay, so. Can I stop you at... right there just yeah. for a little background so people sure. understand a little history between us? Okay. I'm a massive Toyota guy. Yeah. I love the Supra, particularly the MK4. I dig the MK3, but if I'm getting an MK3, I'm probably going to get the 300ZX. Just kidding. I'm still getting the I'm still getting the MK3 Supra because you can actually work on the fucking engine bay. I'm getting um, 300ZX. Mike's a big Nissan guy. Kyle's a big Nissan guy. Until yeah. I got bit by the German bug. Um, well, I mean, as far as like, like as the, far as the, the Japanese stuff, cars go. Yeah, um, rear wheel drive stuff. I prefer Nissan. All right, um, go ahead. But so she likes Supras. I like Skylines. And then we were looking at project cars, and. Um, the Skyline's like fifteen grand for a coupon, and the Supra was five hundred. So we compromised and bought a Supra. <laughs> now, is it, is it like the fifteen K one? Not even like the one you want. That's like yeah, the GT, that's the not the GTS, not the turbo. You know, it's not it's not all wheel drive. It's not. At that point, you're spending that like, kind of money. Go buy a fucking Nissan Altima all wheel drive twenty twenty. Yeah, like fuck that. Um, so we got a Supra. Um, we got a. A 1988 Mark III Supra. Um, it has the... What color, what color, what color, what color? It's white. Um, Yay! It's white complete with <laughs> tree sap everywhere all over it, um, which is fun. Uh, it's it's a project with all caps. Like, it is a project. Now, how long, how um, long ago did you pick it up? Two weeks, three weeks ago? I don't know. A matter of a few weeks. Um, within the last month? I think it was three. Yeah, I think it was Yeah, because I remember the Snapchat of the delegate. Yeah, we were there. Yeah, oh, man. Um, so <laughs> Sorry. We're going to gloss over that. Um, so I bought this uh, 1988 Supra. Um, allegedly ran on starting fluid. It's the 7MGE non-turbo, um, which is a pretty s- decent engine, but... Um, it, it, it's a still utilizable. It's still yeah, a fun, so rather like, peppy I engine. Could, I could easily have tried to make that run and do something with that but i had access to a 2jzge for 80 dollars so i bought a 2jze 2jzge for 80 dollars um this was the random snapchat i got of yeah with my hey parts guy find parts 2017 gti holding a goddamn 2j in the back of it that was fun the 2j does not like volkswagens evidently because my trunk is now destroyed um (laughs) Does anyone like Volkswagens? Does anyone? Slowly raises my hand up. <laughs> um, but so yeah, we got this project. Mike, there's car. a bat right um, inside that door. We're no, we're, um, we're planning on 2J swapping it. Obviously, um, the 2J I got it so cheap because it was automatic 300, okay. and the previous owner had somehow dropped a screw into one of the combustion chambers. I believe it's cylinder four or cylinder How three. The f- I don't know how. I don't know. The piston, like, just has thread marks all over it. Impressions of the threads of the screw. Um, the head is impressions of the head of the screw all over. But the cylinder walls look perfect. And I was like, all right, fuck it. I'm going to get a new head and some new pistons. So with the Supra, um, a little bit of backstory on the Supra. It was a parts car, um, but they actually didn't end up taking any parts off of it. So... Um, it, it was just sitting outside. It wasn't, it wasn't loved. Nobody cared about it. It was just sitting outside. It's a Mark III Supra that nobody really wanted at the time. Um, the, we had some crazy storms down south a few months ago, um, and a tree branch fell on the car. So it, uh, it ended up taking out the hood pretty bad, and the passenger fender 
Um, and then, so I bought a hood, a Fender, the cooler 1990s, um, early 90s Mark III Super Spoiler. Um, I dig that one. It's a little, yeah, it's piece, not as boxy. Well, it's the three-piece one. Yeah. Um, the, the pre-90s one was like a very simple looking spoiler. It doesn't fit the car. It looks like no, they just slapped it, that, it on after that. That would look better on like a M3 or something yeah, like yeah. So. Um, or, so or like the for people listening who don't know Mark III Supers all that well, um, this three-piece spoiler is com- something kind of similar to like the '90s uh, Camaros that had mm-hmm. you know the three-piece spoilers stuff like that. Um, so I bought that with the car. I bought a new fender, a new hood, um, some interior panels. The dash is absolutely obliterated. Would it you say it's disgusting. close to the MR2 st- style spoiler where it's got the yeah, fairings? Just and like the just like the MR2. Yeah, um, and it, I like where it wraps around because there's yep. two. It's a three-piece spoiler. There's two parts that go on the body and one part that goes on yeah, the trunk. Yeah, I, I, a lot of guys call them the wings. Yeah, and then the spoiler. Okay. Yeah. Um, what I like about that style is it's a little smoother, and it fits the body lines way better. Versus that super. Yeah. So it looks like somebody stuck a two by four. Yeah, and just or a two by six the and trunk. just there yeah. you go. So um, so I bought the spoiler. I bought Mike's got something to say. I bought um the dash. I bought the center console, and then I also bought some two JZ GTE pistons with it. And I was like, you know what? We'll just uh we'll do a quick. You know, home job on it, make sure everything's all smooth. It's out of an IS-300, so it probably had 290,000 miles on it. Um, mm-hmm. But then upon dismantling the 2J, after I had already bought the car and all the parts with it, um, I found some. there is some slight scoring on cylinder 4. Probably the screw or a piece of the piston just barely nicked it. But you can you can't see it, but you can feel it if you run your finger on it. Do you think a hone job would fix it, or is it enough it where you might, might have to bore the motor by? It might a fix millage? it, but I would rather just bore it out and build it. Bore so, and stroke it and call yeah, it a day. I only paid a hundred dollars for the GTE piston, so it's like You're yeah, it's a hundred dollars wasted. But job. I could probably sell them to somebody else. Um, True. So there's always somebody who needs some kind of Toyota or. 2J, 1J part. Yeah, so I I picked this car because um, I've, I've always loved these the late 80s, early 90s cars. There's a lot of cars from that era that I have on my bucket list of cars that mm-hmm. I want to buy. Um, the Mark III Supra is just a really good-looking car, and nobody likes it right now. So it's easy to get one really, really cheap, and they're generally pretty reliable. Um, the biggest problem is... They have super overcomplicated vacuum systems. Keo, you know a bit about that. Uh, yeah. Um, and then, yeah. Now, so I mean, nice we were is... able to get it cheap. It's a cool fucking looking car. It's got pop up headlights, which yeah. is just like a must from any '80s or '90s car. Um, well, we'll say early '90s. Yeah. Well, late '80s, early ZRs. '90s. Yeah. yeah. Huh? My 300 ZX. RX-7, MR2, Celica's. No, they should They not. should have had flip-ups. Those no. cars would look so cool. With Wait, what car? The 300. The 1990 to 1996 model. All right, hold on. I had on a couple buttons note, with that car, actually. On a, you and, showed me this link for the MR2. It basically replicates a 300 ZX headlight, so you can actually yeah. do drop-in full unit assemblies yeah, that you can switch out anymore. to pop-ups or... You can drop in a seal beam 300 ZX style headlight. Yeah, I would actually go with that because one thing is for me with the I mean, pop-ups, like, you've you've been here before. Yeah. If the pop-ups fail, you have one headlight, or yeah. your headlights partly suck. Actually, Mr. Sleepy Eye fuckhead over here with the 200s. Um, my Supra. Mm-hmm. If you lose a headlight motor, they had manual knobs. Well, yeah. You just rotate. Well, I just mean, like, which, I mean, reaching them, reaching them on the side day. of the road but, is extremely difficult. 
No, it's like, it's right there. It's literally you open the hood and it's a bright red knob. You don't have to reach in at all. It's for, but that's for this one car. Yeah, for that one. Well, like the MR2, it's yeah, you have to pull the fender lining. You have to like you have to pop the fender lining out, reach in and do it. Yeah. It's still doable. Yeah, it just takes fucking forever to dig, lift it that two inches so you have a full headlight versus a sleepy eye. But yeah, so um, I picked that car just because of the, mainly the price and the fact that I already love that car. I grew up. Was it the color these. or was it just the fact that I it was like a that Supra? I like it was white because you know I have a white GTI. Um, and I thought it'd be cool to have two. White I'm cars. slapping a Trump flag on the back of your car um, one day. <laughs> No. I'm kidding. I'm not gonna have you shoot me. Please. No, I do like no. the the um, color of those the '90 Toyotas. Is yours the pearl coat? No. Or is it the, not the pearl. yours the, is a super white one, not the super white two. Yes. And okay. I think I don't know. I don't. Know. Well, I'm going off MR2 coats. Okay. I know the MR2 paint coats. So as well. um, I actually oh. have a pearl hood, but it was crappily repainted. I have to repaint the entire car. So fucking like, wrap fucking, the car. I don't. I'm, I want to paint it. I like paint. Um, I mean, like, if you get it running before you're ready for paint, wrap it, then go around and really wrap it the color you want and see how you like the color of it, because... Yeah, I I just... I would rather just paint it. I'm going to paint it myself. Um, I have a couple of... We need to discuss our podcast. Yeah. Um, Anyway, so plans for it. Um, I... I'm a little torn on it. Hold on. Let me me stop. Mike, what do you think his plans are? I want to hear what you think he's going to do to the car. Well, I think he already Because, mister, I'm stuck and getting ready for fantasy football tomorrow. Well, yes, I am doing that. But, like, you know, I one, I had to make sure I pay my all-state bill. I are your there. bills paid for the week? Uh, yes, yes. Uh, my bills are paid until I get back, like, come back from vacation. Um, then I have to start paying bills again. Wait, you're driving, right? Yeah. If you find a nice little beer, like a, ni- a nice nice beer, um, grab one. That's what, do. That's, what, yeah, um, that's what I'm gonna do. That's what I plan on doing. I have to. Um, are you going to Colorado or like Colorado Springs? Like I should say Denver, Colorado. Twenty minutes. Uh, Twenty minutes past Denver. Okay, so you're okay. You're you're, you're greater Denver area. What? Nothing. We're good. Okay. So what do you think I'm gonna do with the car? If you were to guess. You're gonna build it to about 500 horsepower. Oh, we already talked about this, didn't we? Yeah, we did. Damn it. Okay, let let him go, and I'll say what okay. I think you're gonna do. Then, well, we should probably let Keo go then if yeah. he doesn't know. Okay, what do you think I'm going to do with it? I'm thinking 350 wheel to 450 wheel. So put you about four to four hundred, four to 500 crank horsepower. Okay. 10-inch um, rear tires, 8-inch fronts. So different different wheels. Oh, width. Yeah, yeah okay. sorry, width. width yeah. Not diameter, like width. Gotcha. Um, redo the interior possibly do an isf style dashboard if you can find a way to do it which is actually not that hard um, i didn't even think about that but okay cool new idea brain fucked um yeah. overall you're gonna do build the motor mid-sized turbo with a potential to create create 700 but daily 400 horsepower at the wheel um race buckets up front bucket seats in back all matching all matching materials you're going to put it on coilovers. You're going to upgrade the stainless steel brake lines. You're going to upgrade the brake systems. Probably put Brembo's on the car, tint the windows, put a stereo in the car, and put a double din in the, for the head unit. So or a double din in the glove box. On, on typical Kyle 
ideas. Okay, so what am I missing? What am I missing? What am I missing? So, um, I... Mikey, sit over with that fucking smirk. Overall plans, um, it is going to be a very long-term car. I would like this to be the car that my kids help me work on. Okay. Um, now, real quick, how old are the kids? So, so people who my, are listening yeah, have an so idea. For people listening, I have a 10-year-old son, a uh, 8-and-a-half-year-old son, and then two 2-year-old daughters. Um, who are the most adorable little kids I've ever seen. Yeah. All my kids are awesome. I love them. Um, most yeah. Of the time. <laughs> but no. Um, but I, I would love for them to be able to help work on the car and everything. Um, so this car is probably not going anywhere um, as far as selling it or driving it for a long time. Um, now, would you? What if you so, had the potential to make the seven M run I, so it, you could at least take the kids out for a ride and it, it, it would give you t- if you could get it running, it would give you time to build the two J. Oh, the one There's J. Like, so much would you wrong do that with one? this car that to be I fair, wouldn't want to rush any plans. Whatsoever. I've never seen it. Mike's seen it. Mike knows a lot more about the car. I'm just going off a of base of yeah. I mean, it looks way better in pictures. I'm gonna be fuck. I'm gonna be honest. It looks way better in pictures. In person, it is. Is rough. it that? It's, is the frame good? It's, the frame is phenomenal. Okay. The only problem, uh, chassis wise, is it's um, box flares. Box flares. Uh, box flares. It's cosplaying. Jesse from the Fast and Furious with the Jetta with no calipers in the front currently. Um, Sir. It's got a bent rear control arm from being strapped down on a previous trailer wrong. Um, but so you were on track with the uh, big brake upgrade. So I have to because I have to buy calipers anyway. So now why what not company are you looking at? Are you looking at Brembo, Brembo, Wellwood, Bear, so Power Stop? So there's I'm a, a couple big options Power Stop guy. There's, there's a couple options. Um... And I want to hear what Mikey would go with on this car as well. Wellwood. Okay. That was simple. So, um, what I'm going with probably is AMG. Because it bolts right onto the car for some reason. Um, S55 AMG uh, calipers bolt up directly on the front. Are those six piston or four piston? uh, Six. Six front, four back? It, the rears, I don't know what the big brake kit is. Um, I'm looking into it still. I'm okay. sure you know, I'll be able to find some info on the forums or something. Um, but Can I give you a mid, midway like without having to spend AMG money? No, it's they're on Rock Auto. They're not expensive. They're, no, it's like $700 for the entire big brake kit. He's going to spend less on his brake kit than I'm going to spend on my 99 brake kit. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah, that's but why I was like. Mine's gonna be pads, but, rotors, calipers. So if lines. I wanted to go full overkill, let's say I start making the money that I'm trying to be making at my current job. Um, if I start making good money, at my second option, which is more favorable, is uh, called Sika. Sika, I don't know, something like that. Um, C I E K A. Um, there uh, seems like to be a newer company, but. They have brake kits for every freaking model car, and that's gonna end up costing like three grand for the setup that I want. Um, so that's uh, big four pistons in the front, small four pistons in the rear. Um, three hundred and four millimeter um, diameter uh, rotors all around. Um, you want so, me? To, you want me to throw another option at you? What's up? Base and availability. Tundra front brakes. In the front, I was, four I was runner brakes for the front and the other, back. Uh, Toyota parts, yeah. and nothing fits. Like you got to do custom brackets and shit. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, that's why I, I don't I was know like, much about the pre-nineties. I, I know MR2 specific. So like the AMG brakes, it blows my mind because the bolt pattern is exactly the same. 
you the biggest thing you need is since it's um since it's a multi-piston caliper um you know how they're dual feed line no no no. it's uh you have to have the caliper perfectly centered over the pit over the rotor mm-hmm. so like calipers like ours they just bolt onto the bracket and they float where these ones are bolted to the car and that's it um they don't float at all the pistons move mike you know so, about this with the uh, jenny so um so you have to run a spacer on the caliper. It's like seven millimeters or nine millimeters or something like that. You get that like much. this tiny little steel spacer made for each bracket, um, and then it bolts to the car. You use the AMG rotors from a okay. different model. I think it's a C something AMG. C sixty three. So it uses the correct diameter. Okay. And then you use a metal hub centric ring to make the wheel sit properly. Yeah. Um, so that's to make the rotor sit on the super hub properly. Um, so that's the plan with the brakes. Um, plan with the engine obviously is a 2J, but since I found the damage on it, um, I'm going to go full build on it. Um, I'm going pistons, rods, board out. I'm not going to stroke it. Um, I'm just getting a, a good solid build. I'm getting it completely cleaned out top to bottom. Um, I'm going to be doing, um, I want pistons and rods. And the entire bottom end to be capable of a thousand horsepower. Okay. I don't want to run a thousand horsepower. That's terrifying. I don't need that. You want the buffer room. Um, but I want so like let's say if I outgrow the power that I'm shooting for, I want to know that I don't have to rebuild my entire engine to make it. Like that's so stupid. If I have to build it already because of the damage that it has, why not build it to the highest level that I would want? You're not to spending much more money exactly. to buy that. So extra like I would $50 have to I would have to upgrade fueling and turbos. Turbo singular. Yeah. So the plan with it is. Um, what super people call a small turbo um we would call a big turbo <laughs> yeah yeah uh 62 mil um 62 66 bill of bearing turbo I'm, I'm doing 62 62 um but um i'm just gonna do the regular journal bearings um i don't do ball bearing for, for it's the, a smoother power numbers you don't need um journal bearings um, you would want ball bearing if i wanted because to spend an you extra want thousand dollars it's worth the so. money but I'm going to end up upgrading turbos anyway, so I'm not going to put a really expensive good one. Or is this just to get get it going? This is just to get it going. Okay, okay. Um, so I'm just going to do a regular journal bearing turbo. I think I'm looking at comp turbos. They're not like the have most baller at, brand out there. Have you looked at BPT, Blausch? Uh, no, I haven't. But uh, check those guys out. They're, they're pretty the good. Um, that was the one I wanted to put in the black one that I showed. I sent Mikey the uh, picture so from I was looking at uh, uh, Precision, PM, Comp, and Garrett. And Garrett's okay. obviously everybody knows are like one of the tops. Like I don't I don't know how they rank as far as like top turbos go, but everybody knows Garrett's really good and Precision are really good. As long as you're um, going with one of the big brands, I think you'll be good. Even the general bearings are gonna run the, so really well the for you. So the thing that I prefer, I I think I prefer Precision over Garrett, just based off of the simplicity in finding a turbo. Um, if you try to look through Garrett's website, it's very confusing for somebody who doesn't know everything about turbos. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm used to Volkswagen turbos, where it's like, Not okay, even I have a KO3, I need to upgrade to a KO4 for more power. Okay, cool. Like, you know? I'm used to TD, like TDO4, TDO3. Like, I'm used to Subaru-style numbering. Like, yeah. mind you, like, we know, I know a guy, I think you've seen him post on Chi-Town sometimes, like, he waited six months for a turbo. They sent him three wrong turbos. Oh, my God. From Garrett. Yeah, so, like, I I mean, and I've, maybe heard, it was just I've a heard amazing bad things shipping. about Garrett turbo for performance and as far as customer service go I've, I've heard really good things about Garrett customer service but for now i just want to run the comp because um 
financially it makes the most sense for what I'm trying to do. Um, so for for right now, I'm planning on shooting for. I told myself 450 originally wheel horsepower, and then I found out that I need to build the engine. So I think I'm just going to go straight for 550 um, at a minimum, and probably accidentally make 650. So because it's a fucking 2J, so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Those two J's are just—it's so easy just to be like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna." Oops! I made six fifty. You know, and that's probably exactly what's gonna happen. I'm shooting for five fifty, but I'm probably gonna end up making six, which it is my first. You could make five fifty. You could you could tune it like, at six and down tune to five fifty and not even try. Like it wouldn't be shit for that car to make yeah, five hundred horsepower. Yeah, I would be running the injectors that I'm getting at such a low duty cycle. Like I'd rather make the six. You you could build a stack block. Yeah. A full OEM oh, yeah. stock 100%. block and still make 500 comfortably. Yeah, on that turbo. 100%. And if anybody and if out there says I'm wrong, state so. But no, no. Like if you if you run E85, um, I was talking to so many incredibly knowledgeable people um, about the 2Js. So the people that I bought my car from, they're wonderful people. They were so cool. The dude had so much knowledge on these engines. I was just blown away. They have a thousand horsepower Mark III Super just chilling in the garage two freaking built mark four supras like these guys were awesome um i learned so much from that guy that's where i found out about the amg brakes because he had amg logo brakes like the full amg brakes on his car he had to shave a little bit of the uh the caliper down to clear his wheels because he had some weird offset or something um but yeah he he I was talking to him about it. I called uh, Drip Motion. Um, I was talking to them about okay. Turbo stuff, 2J stuff, and a couple other companies that I can't even remember now. Um, but so many people were helping me learn about 2Js because this is all new to me. Have um, you found who's going to do the wiring for the car? Uh, I was thinking wiring specialties, but I'm Phoenix not... Tuning. The only guy I will ever trust to do a Toyota Supra harness. Okay. That's the guy we talked about back when I had the Camry and the Corolla. Okay. He's yeah. the one who did the first ever 2J swapped BRZ 86, uh, oh. BRZ FRS 86. Okay, so he that obviously was him. knows what he's doing. Um, at least for me personally, from the Toyota community, he's like our go-to guy. I'm sure there's other companies that have stepped up and created better or equal stuff, but that guy is probably the guy I would go to with um, a harness conversion for the car. So I guess it's really, really easy to run the 2Js in these cars, um, but my problem is... The fucking wiring harness might be fucked. Um, so the one of the previous owners, I have no idea who, um, the car hasn't been registered since 2007 or 2008. Damn. Um, it was owned by a very young kid. Um, he, That's a bad start to the story right there. I mean, he was he was getting into cars. So like, I, I respect the fact that he went out and got a loan at 17 years old on a goddamn Supra. Like, that's cool. Um but he, either him or somebody after him or person after them, I don't even know how many people have owned this poor car. Um, but um, somebody decided to replace a fuse with some, like, 16-gauge wire. Oh, he made a fuse, uh, a, a jumper wire. Yeah, so probably if it's just on the, uh, if it's just on a battery tender or something, you know, to be able to power or something. But um, I wasn't aware of that, and I hooked my... GTI up to it via jumper cables to see if the 7M would turn over. And then I heard a lot of relays clicking, and then I smelled electrical fire. So I disconnected the uh, disconnected the jumper cables. That was a nice pop, by the way, Mikey. And, uh, 
and saw a whole shitload of smoke coming out the fuse box. And I was okay. like, oh, fuck, the wiring's fucked. And I opened the fuse box, and the um, the part where the fuse is supposed to plug into is completely melted and gone. The, the, so you essentially want a new fuse block or find a new I need, I need an entire new fuse fuse block for sure um, because it's completely melted out and the terminals for that fuse itself are just completely obliterated you so is the, um, the plastic around it's melted oh yeah all okay. of it. Uh, it it melted it real bad i i had hooked up the car to the jumper cables and then i got in the car and tried to crank it and then i noticed all the relays clicking and everything you're good um, you're good so yeah but uh but yeah, so I end up. I want to end up building it somewhere in the 500, 600. Are you going to do a partial cage or anything? Or I was thinking about it, but I also want to be able to have the kids still get in it. I'm thinking like a Miata, like a Halo bar, like over uh, like a yeah. B pillar bar, B that's, slash that's C pillar thinking, bar. But um, the problem with these Supros is with the full target top. It's not like a T top like the MR2s and uh, you're Ultimaros never going to stuff like do that. it anyways. Um, I had a guy at work that does hundred dollars per point. So it's. Uh, hmm. I told you about this already. So it, I know it's got a lot of chassis flex. Donut Media actually did a video on a Mark IV Supra, which is more stiff than the Mark III, doing a two-step launch slash burnout um, with the T-top off, and the entire chassis of the car just tacos in on itself without the roof on. So I would like. To do some type of chassis bracing slash caging um, to prevent the car from tacoing in on itself because it's getting very old. I mean, it's an 88. Something you could even do is... um. I just realized it's almost old as me, and I just called it very old. <laughs> that one hurt a little bit. I Kyle's face literally went from hap- joy and happiness and optimism to full depression. Yeah, that one um, hurt. Yeah, he just right went now. straight white. I thought he died for a minute. I did. I was like, is he having a heart attack? Like, what the fuck? We're going to have a heart attack on the podcast? Yeah, he's at the yeah, age. What year were you born? 1990. Oh, okay. My yeah, car worry. was he, made he's six older. months after. Yeah, he's older than I the MR2. I thought you were 89. No, I, I missed 89 by 30 days. Yeah, he's older than the MR2. Mm-hmm. I really want the MR2 just because it's a 91. So something neat for the both of us. Are you staying with the white? Probably not. Um, do one thing for me. One piece on that car has to be super white too. Even if it's the mirrors or something, or the underside of the hood. Maybe I'll do super white stripes for you or something. Deal, because I want when we have our cars next to each other, it's gonna happen. Um, or the wheels. Mm, super white wheels. No, no, no. We'll match my, this. That's my wheel color. Get the Hold fuck on. off my own shit. Mikey, what do you think of this? What do you think of this? I'm thinking a dark He color. does white dark, wheels. I do wheels to match his super car. Flaky. Like what super pearlescent pop. pop. Oh yeah, 100%. Um, interesting. Like I'm excited to see it now. What you should always do is start out with like strut bars, mm-hmm. or you can do a, a trunk cage. You cage well, the trunk so and then I, you do a halo bar. So take the MR2 for example. I just need to see what is available. Like how with the right guy, how much it would you tell affect. him. I mean, I just want to see how much it would negatively affect being able to get into the rear seats because the car isn't exactly a big car. No. So, and the kids aren't getting any younger. Um, you could always go down to you take a kid out at a time. Yeah. Um, sure. Because those, as like you said, the kids are not getting as small of the rear seats. Tyler's going to grow pretty quick. Yeah. Um, you're not going to have the leg room you want. It's almost legal to sit in the front seat. I'm barely able to sit in the front goddamn seat somehow. <laughs> God damn it. 
Did you hear they want to make it 110 pounds for a, kid, a person to be able to sit in the front seat? What the fuck? I didn't weigh 110 pounds until I was 18. I barely weighed 110 pounds at 22. You barely weigh 110 pounds now. I weigh 110.1. With a soaking wet t-shirt on. <laughs> Actually, no. It's 115 with uh, fully loaded pockets. So, like, my phone and my headphones and everything. Wallet. All that. And a bottle of water that weighs 3 pounds. I weigh 113. Jesus Christ, Galen. Um, Anyways. I'm excited. It seems like you have really good plans. Um, what if you could get the 7M running and shake it down? fire and throw it at somebody. <laughs> What? No, I, I'm just kidding. Like, um, I, I, I'm, I'm like legit curious. Like, if you could find the, a good, a reasonable brake kit for the car. If I could get it running, I would take a video of it running and take it out and sell it for more money. That's you, all that I wanted to get the 7M running for. Like, I you could do that, to... or you could even use it to shake the car down and go, okay, what do I need that to fix That was originally here? the plan, and then I saw how bad the shape of the car is. Okay, it, it's, so now it's, it's worse like, than we discussed weeks ago. Now it's, like, full-on Restomod. Like, I have okay. to do a lot of restoration. So you're talking MR2 sitting right now? Hopefully not that intense, but I'm sorry. I didn't... That's no, no, it's fine. Like, I, I, I'm going at the car in a different aspect, like... Yeah. Like but you also got a perfectly like, clean chassis. If it was a frame on or body on frame car, you're doing a frame off restoration. I would have already had a new frame. So, um, and like I don't want to get that deep into it because there is no rust. There's okay. There's See, you're in a different dense, aspect than I have, though. There's like, some dents in the rear quarter panels that need to be popped out, and the surface rust needs to be taken off. Flare it, flare it, flare it, flare it, flare it. No, not there. Did they're, you actually see the uh, wide I, body kit for the car? I haven't looked into options yet, but I do plan on it. Okay, cool. So, cool. Um, I don't want to do the typical round flares from, you know. No, there's a uh, there's there, more there's of a like boxy yeah. esque. I would. Does that make sense? Love the um, like they're not square, but you, they're a mix between the two. I need to look something up real quick. Um, um, so you have some good plans for the car, Mike. Are you excited for this car? I'm very excited for this car. Do you think he's going to be a good run against any car you own? Well, when it will be done, when he's 40 and I'm... Wow, fuckhead. Ow. We're going to say he... We'll say it's a five-year plan. He wants to have the car built, finished, painted... Five years? He wants all the kids to help him work on it. No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, this is a car that, like... You want to like, be able to continuously built, improve. Like, oh, okay. I'm still going to be maintaining it myself. I want yeah. him to help me do it. Like, yeah. I want Tyler to learn a lot about maintenance on cars through this car. Okay. I mean, like, because the, the my oil daily, the I'm getting the... more and more, like, just take it to the dealership, you know? Like, yeah, I still I still go see John and John John for my oil changes for the any car I own. I mean, those are G's, though. Like, those are two of the only guys who are ever touching any of my cars. Well, when they leave, it's going to be somebody else. That's gonna be hard to find. Yeah, I know. Um, I still trust Tom and John to train the people, though. Yes and no. I. I trust Brian and Frank. Yeah, if, if one, if, as long as our core people are still there, I will go. But well, if Brian's they all there leave, for life. like if, if if they they all leave, I'm gonna have to find a new place. Let's be honest, Brian's there for life. That or uh, well, let's be honest. Me and Mike are gonna sit there and be like, I'll just show up arms crossed. Go see Ryan. Arms crossed, looking at him like, I'm watching you, fucker. Who are you? Don't worry about who the fuck I am. I'm just going to show up to Homer. I'm going to tell Ryan, hey, Ryan, I'm using the oil bay. I'll pay for it. I'm just going to do it myself. Here's a six-pack. Here's some lunch for the crew. Uh, I'm taking over everybody. So um, what I was trying to look up was a... um, 
the wide body kit from like the race cars back in the 80s yes um, oh my god please like, yes so i'm trying have to you ever eight, seen it when 80 or like the um 8086 eight, yeah would that wide body fit on that no 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 so like well if, if you so if you had listeners? a good enough body guy you could make it work so for our listeners, I, I just googled a uh, show Mikey IMFA this picture because I think I know which one uh, you're talking 300 about. 300 ZX. Um, so I'm showing the guys this. Oh. Like crazy wide body, Ooh. but like full on race car. Here, yeah. That one. Oh my God. I grew up playing this car. On, Let me like, see your phone. Actually, and stuff. I have mine. Um, I would love an old school race car wide body like that. I don't think I'm gonna be able to pull off anything that wide. That's just absolutely ridiculous. I think it's like six inches wider on each side. That. Um, it's essentially the same thing. Oh, that is very clean. Okay. Um, it's essentially the same thing. It's got a little bit more um, edges and shouldering to it. Yeah. When it comes and to Toyota, go to Tito. Yeah, honestally. Toyota and Subaru is, is about my bread and butter. That or come at me Damn. with the uh, 1960s Plymouth. If any of our listeners want to build a Toyota or a Subaru, just message the podcast. Kia will help you with everything. And if I don't know what to do, you know damn well I will. Mikey, see how much time I put into finding somebody who's gonna uh, finding a proper exhaust for somebody. Like I, I put some good time in. Guys, before I bought the Genesis, I was looking in an Evo and took Kia five minutes to find a car that maybe changed my damn mind. And two of it was taking a piss. Yeah. And it doesn't take him two minutes to piss. Um, but yeah, so I want to wide body it, paint it, um, all that type of shit. I might not wide body it at first. Um, it depends. If I can well, get nice the is... engine build done and the suspension work done before body work, then I'm probably just going to send it in its current condition. I'm going to cool. clean off all the tree sap and, you know, pound out the dents and try to get some... <laughs> Hello, Gooby gone. <laughs> I just heard pound out dents. Oh my god. Um... But yeah, so... Seriously, I... uh, uh, grab a case of Natty Ice, because Kyle's a big fan of Natter Days. Grab some goo gone. ice. Jesus Christ. Bro. That's natter days. No, that's like oh, regular that's... natural light. Yeah, that's, that's regular. Rough. Okay, grab that a case of natter days. Grab some goo gone. Uh, have us all over. We got the car clean and detailed in I'll, I'll, six hours. I'll just grab some Coronas like a real man. Jesus, man. Uh, sir, um, have you seen the shelf? Mikey's got a better one, but have you seen that? I want this one. Have you had a knife? Why did you show me wide bodies for this fucking guy? You're God, welcome. Yo. This I is wasn't why... even thinking about wide bodies until I watched this stupid. Hold on, it's six hundred dollars for a, a vented video hood. Hoonigan a couple days ago, they featured that three hundred ZX that I was just showing you guys. Uh huh. Um, full build biology on it. Awesome video. One hundred percent recommend watching it if you guys are into that. Um, I grew up playing that car, and I believe it was Gran Turismo two, maybe even Gran Turismo one. I think um, they even have it in GT Sport. They might still have it, yeah. Um, but that car, so, I, I've watched that car obliterate racing. Like, it just dominated. And I it, love it, that style. It was so far ahead of its time. It, that, that style of body um, from the early 90s, it, it was when I was growing up. So, like, it, obviously have a really positive opinion on yeah, it. Yeah, the 300ZX was definitely ahead of its time. It was the first car that sat there and said, no, fuck that, I ain't working on this fucking car. Fuck you, there's no room in here. Yeah, that was a habit time bad. for the technicians, because the technicians like fuck this car, but money. Have you seen the, the vacuum lines on those fucking did cars? You, did you see the post I shared? Yeah, the, 50, oh 50. All of the coolant passages and vacuum lines and like. I want a simple motor, BMW. Hold my fucking beer. Yeah, honestly. It literally looks like you took out a harness, threw it on top of an engine, and then took a shit on it and put some more wiring on top. 
Okay, yeah. so um, back to original topic. Um, White body. Well, back to... Uh, the super I guess, in general. Yeah, your yeah. super. So um, I was thinking about tracking it and stuff, mm-hmm. but I don't know if I want to track that car. What if you do a trackable it. street car? I think I'm going to do primarily street with the ability to take it on the track. Yeah, like a, a weekend warrior. So, so like... Yeah, so like I, I was actually watching. Uh, I, I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, Your build this, idea f- for that car is very similar to mine for the Green Legacy because I want to track so a street car. There's uh, there's this channel. I think it's Bad Obsession Motorsport. I'm not super uh-huh. into them, um, but they actually uh, decided to. They were looking into uh, gaming simulators, okay. um, like a lot of us are because of COVID. Um, or or did you know Keo? Um, or just because Kyle? Yeah. Yeah, um, Kyle. So um, they were like, "Holy crap, this shit's expensive for like a high end unit." And You're they, talking thirty thousand for a good unit? Yeah, and they actually decided 30, 40 grand. to um, build a actual race car instead of building a racing simulator, and they built it for cheaper than the racing simulator, I believe. Um, for Easily. like a high end unit, like obviously yeah. me and you have a really inexpensive setup and it's easy to make an inexpensive people setup. think mine's expensive and mine's only a grand yeah and it's like you know i have maybe a couple hundred into mine i bought a hundred dollar freaking gti seat and some plywood and two by fours <laughs> it turned out great though like it's really yeah, works, it works well it works, it works really well i mean having the adjustable seat is the move if you're looking into building a racing simulator like honestly, using a stock seat out of whatever car you like, something you feel comfortable, really something you really feel comfortable in, yeah. like you so can like sit in me, for hours. It was GTIs. I've had how many GTIs? So yeah. obviously, mine would. Uh, it's a G for me. Oh, it'd be a GTI or an STI seat. I don't even. I somehow skipped over my uh, my Mark IV GTI. I you did? No. Yeah. I I said the. Uh, I got cars probably. Uh, yeah. Man. Okay. Well. Whatever. Who's hitting the table with keys? Me. Um, okay. I figured. Yeah. Those are the only keys on the floor. Oh, okay. So I, uh, but yeah, so I was watching them and it's like, it's crazy how expensive gaming simulators are when you can literally build a race car for cheaper in the UK. They're, they're in the UK. And I they mean, have that, if, they if have you the look at it, like the, there's simulators that are over a hundred thousand dollars, but these are full immersive, full sound, full surround, triple monitor kits. Like or, you're talking, it feels like you're driving the car. So if you, if you get hit, yeah. Your whole rig is going to move, or your seat's yeah, going to impact crazy. you as if you get hit. Yeah. If you're taking a left-hand turn and you go on a 40-degree bank... Imagine, like, just going on Gran Turismo or Forza or whatever you prefer, and just going flat out on uh Mans, Oh my god, Le Mans straight away, fucking insane. And then just straight into the wall, and imagine how bad that rig would just launch you around. <laughs> like, so many people do so many crazy things with these things, and like you said, you, you can... For what I paid for my rig... Mm-hmm. Let's, all right, hold on. First off, I got—I was lucky. I was honored enough to be sponsored by GC Simulators. Like, oh. I hit them up. They hit me. They hit me back. I'm okay. sponsored by it. The big ass sticker on the ring. Um, Mike could see me flying up, a face imprinted in the wall. <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. It's your 113 tip on it's gonna throw it into the fucking wall. Somebody help me. <laughs> I'm just picturing a Snapchat from Keo in his bedroom with a fucking axe in the wall. <laughs> oh my god. I can see it though. Just doing 200 down that back straight and then just smacking right directly into that wall. <laughs> just like, launching yourself through your bedroom window. 
It's crazy. Like, <laughs> before Mike has a heart attack laughing. Um, Oh, if, God. like how I said, so, if you're going to get into sim racing, like find something the best you can afford. Find yeah. a really good wheel. Well, find a so good a stand that you can afford. So a lot of people are like, oh, it's a racing simulator. I should have a racing seat. And like so many people that I knew with racing simulators were like, no, get a stock seat. So one, it can be adjustable without having to unbolt the goddamn thing. I, I have two, one argument to that statement. What's up? You can find adjustable racing seats. Well, yeah. If you, if you, buy, if you buy rails that are sliders and everything. Most you don't good have, simulators a come lot with of them rails. don't have the angle adjustment, though. To, like, I'm saying like Corbo makes a racing bucket. Mm -hmm. See, what, what they're comparing piece? is to a solid bucket. Okay. Yeah, so I'm like the STIC, like an STIC would be a great one for somebody like me. Um, racing seats are non-adjustable. That one right there is fully adjustable. That's part of the... I'm saying, like, find a, a seat you would buy for your Find car. an OEM racing bucket. Yeah. Uh, find an yeah, OEM an racing OEM seat. OEM bucket, so, like, SRT4 seats, they're very good. Mini Cooper uh, turbo seats Those are good. Those are pretty good, too. Camaro oh, SS seats. seats are really comfortable. Any bolstered bucket seat from a and factory honestly, car is a good choice. GTIs are quite bolstered for how not aggressive Volkswagen is. Does I, that make sense? My, my go-to... I, I've tried different seats. I keep going back to the STI JDM seat. Yeah. Well, that's because you're you. But you're, you're STI, a Honda S2K seat. Great choice. Maz Miata spec seat. Great yeah. choice. Yeah, the uh, What's their um, fancy trim? You know, I have no fucking idea. Go with the Maz Miata with a bucket seat. Yeah. Great the choice. aggressive bolstering. I can't remember what Honestly, trim. Honestly, having, having Kyle here makes me so happy for one, having a guest, and two, like, knowing what guests we're going to have later. Just be like, the amount of cars we're going to be able to talk about, it's going to be amazing. That's true. Let alone we get oh, both man. these knuckleheads on here. Uh, I mean, well, we're going to need a bigger table. Yeah, we're going to need a lot more equipment. <laughs> we're going to need a bigger room. So, um, speaking Garage. of gaming, though... Um, what is your guys' opinions on Xbox First PlayStation? Because I know a lot of us on here, I mean, most of us that are into cars got into cars because of video games and everything. So I personally am more GT Sport versus Forza. I do enjoy okay. Forza for the open world fun tuning ability, community. Yeah. Um, well, Forza 7 is more of the... Like, I should say Horizon. Yeah, yeah. Forza, Forza 7, Horizon. Or like the Forza Motorsports, I should say. Those ones are the more um, track oriented. More track, yeah. There's no open world on those ones. It's more like how Gran Turismo tries to be more of a simulator than like an arcade game. Yeah. Horizon is just. Well, that was the whole initiation game. of why they even created GT. Yeah. And the first Gran Turismo in the first place is they wanted to give racers and enthusiasts a place to be able to, you know, learn and have fun and you know a more the closest you can get to realistic. Yeah. But then you have to so throw like, in a set of course, a project, uh, you know, a set of Corsa and iRacing. It's crazy. I tried um, driving that on my sim. So for those who don't know, I have a simulator set up. It's a Logitech G920 set up. You have a Logitech G29 with a $100 eBay uh, stand. You have a G29. It, it's, the, it's the 920 for sure because uh, there's the – it's the one with the, the manual shifter. And That's the, a G29 because uh, I, I sent your fiancé the link. That's the exact same wheel I have. Yeah. Um, yeah, yours is the same exact system. The G920 has a different wheel design. Both come with a six-speed shifter and triple pedals. Really? Yes. <clears throat> yeah, this is the one that I have. I have the I have the 920. 
I think it's because I have the Xbox One. G920 well, runs way, on the PS4 as well. I've got the Logitech set up. Um, either way, you have a Logitech G-Series. I've got a freaking cheap eBay um, stand that I had to do some custom bracing to get it to fit the seat right and not wobble like crazy. Um, I literally... See why I upgraded. I took a one-by-one one and rammed it underneath it and uh, called it the anti-dodge device 2500 because, you know, death wobble. It is pretty janky, but it gets the job done. The worst but part like, is it, it actually really, holds still. Yeah, it, doesn't it feels move. really good. It feels really good. I mean, it's a pain in the ass to get in because I put the fucking anti-dodge device right in between your legs to be able to hold the wheel up. Um, but You could I, even take the uh, one-by-ones and balls welder, them into the frame. If I had a welder, it would be a lot easier. But um, I would just weld Soon. up some shit to make it happen. Hopefully soon. Um but yeah, so I have a su- like super super budget setup. Um, you know, I've got a good Logitech wheel and pedals and the shifter and everything. Um, I would like to get the handbrake with it, but um, which actually is not a, not a hard upgrade. A yeah, lot no, of guys grab the it's uh, hydraulic like, upgrade. I think it's another what like eighty bucks something like that for yeah. the for and the it, if if you can solder, you can do it for you can do it forty five dollars off Amazon. You can do the e-brake upgrade for forty five dollars. Why are you now telling me this? Xbox, <laughs> hold on. Xbox has a direct plug-in, though. PlayStation doesn't. If you have iRacing, it has a software no, through the my, Xbox. My wheel, I have the plug for the handbrake underneath it. SAC mine? It's literally the, the aux plug. Like, and here comes the other aspect is, are you a drifter or are you a course driver? I don't well, really... I want to be able to do both. It's. Oh, I watch this guy, Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, I call him Cyrus. Uh-huh. He's the dude that sent the... Uh, the the jacket that has the same company who did the flag that you have. Yeah. Um, he actually well, upgraded to a. Uh, so it's cool. You have an you have an electronic one, and you could actually get the one that has a hydraulic e brake with the electronic sensor that plugs into your wheel. So it feels like a regular. Hydro. Yeah. So you actually have the pressure. So if That's like cool. if you uh, say you're drifting or you're course racing, but you want to snap the snap the e brake, mm-hmm. you can. Quick snap it and call it a day. Yeah. So I, for I those of you who don't know, I'm simulating like snapping a, a vertical drifting e-brake. Yeah. Yeah, he's over here in the air making it look like you know he's like hard yanking his dick over here. <laughs> wow, that went a little but, further than I thought. But yeah, so I have like the super super cheap setup. Um, I got a hundred dollar Mark V GTI seat. Um, with the rails and everything, I just screwed it onto some two by fours to have it angle back more like stock. And then I um, screwed the whole thing down onto plywood. Man, it sounds really freaking ghetto when I say it out loud. Okay, when you but have guys who are building double cockpit setups out of plywood. It, I mean, if you see it, it looks really good, though. Like, let alone, so, say you take it outside yeah. and you spray paint the whole thing black yeah. or white or yeah, whatever I mean, color you want to do. Having the bare wood looks a little jank. But I do like the bare I'm wood okay look, with though, it being jank because it, it, I didn't want to throw a bunch of money at it. So. Yeah. What's the worst time you spend seven dollars on spray paint? You take the whole thing outside. You take the wheel off. You spray no, paint. No, I meant the like having break. a whole fucking, um, you know. Like there's, <laughs> there's so many different aspects. I like I said, I got mine through GT Simulators as a sponsor. It's um, just the thing for me. It's like it's harder to spend money on that because like, the money that you can spend on that could literally be a track day. Yeah. At the and same time, sucks. though... Um, Does that dude that crushed the Mach 4 still have any of the shells that he's crushed? <laughs> oh my god, that would be so cool. So look at it let's this just, way. Let's so, just cut out the um, shell for, of it. For background here, for the for people listening, um, I had a Mark we'll 4 We'll get back GTI, to sim racing in a minute. And I... Uh, Video games in general in a minute. It was a project car. Yeah. I bought it with quote-unquote cooling system issues. Ended up being a head gasket. So in the middle of the head gasket replacement, I noticed the timing chain guides were snapped. So I ordered... 
the freaking timing chain and it had to come from Germany. And in the time that it took for that timing chain to come, the, um, the pistons rusted to the cylinder walls. Um, so that was fun. Um, I gave up on the car and ran it over with a Humvee. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah, that was... Yeah, oh, I, I think... Um, I don't remember. I, I had to have sent videos to you. Or I probably just posted it. Online. I may have... But that How was, long that ago was, was this? That was a long time ago. That was a very long You're talking time like ago. five years ago? Probably. I was probably drunk on a weekend, partying yeah. at the house with a bonfire, jumping over a seven-foot fire flame. Yeah, and sending you these videos, expecting you to remember them the next day. Um, or at all. <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, I had an opportunity to either scrap it or bring it to my buddy's house who had just um, diesel swapped his Humvee. I remember that, actually. Yep, and then uh, I, I cried. ran it with my Ford Ranger a couple times and then ran it over a little bit with my Ford Ranger and then we went full send and ran the entire Humvee on top of the roof of a GTI. Um, that was it was a, a legendary video to watch. Yep. Um, I'm pretty sure I have it on my Instagram, at Kyle fucking wise if you want to check it out. Um, it's private, so you He's gotta follow on, uh... me, but... You follow the podcast at Instagram, right? Uh, I should, yeah. Either way, we're going to tag you in the next post we okay. do. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. You'll be able to find them. But yeah, so Mikey's idea here is to take like a shell, like something like that, and put some screens in a... But then like you need an entire garage well, spot for it, though. No, because we have a dude... You can even do a half uh, a front clip. Or take the... Take the uh, just interior. take a half of it. Well, then like, how do you just... get it into your house? Well, okay, so if you're cutting the if you're cutting the car in half, like yeah. you cut it behind the driver's seat, yeah, we you can actually cut down the center and go in. Fuck, you would need to like oh, cut it in half oh. a couple times and then just reweld it or something. Well, because there's a dude that uh, Chris does stream with every once in a while, or he plays he plays with uh, DJ BK. Um, that man's got a full ass fucking setup. Um. He he sits there and he has like an entire like Corvette set up in his in his basement. Yeah, that's cool. And then he he dailies a Corvette. Yeah, that's super cool. Yeah. Um. So yeah, speaking of gaming, um, Kyle brought up Forza. Yep. I brought up a set well, of course I actually, in iRacing. I grew up on um, I grew up on Gran Turismo, so I still love Gran Turismo. Every time that a new PlayStation has come out since the Xbox 360. So have you seen... Um, I've wanted a, that generation PlayStation, but I always just ended up with Xbox because Forza was more appealing to me. Yeah, it, it more fun, more customizable, more open world. Yeah, and I love the customization. That's like my biggest thing. I want to be able to customize everything. So now I feel like the three of us, me and you have the most experience with sim racing. Yes, absolutely. Um, have you seen the new PS5 release for the GT7? Yeah, that made me want to go back to playstation a little bit like i still prefer the specs of the xbox um when you compare them personally i would prefer the xbox specs but for me it's like literally the deciding factor is either the next forza if it's going to be horizon style well no not even that if it's going to be um so like the new gran turismo is like going back to its roots and it's Mm -hmm. like you know adding new features it looks it's more driver based and it, it looks like it would be a lot more enjoyable, where, like, a few of the previous Gran Turismo's were kind of... They started fading call, in GT5. I don't want to call them boring, but, like, it, it's hard to stay invested in it. Um, does that make sense? Like, no, you, it, it, unless it you have people to play with, it's super it's hard like, to stay invested in some like of these. There's not, like, a story to it where, like, Forza, it's like there's a little bit more of a story. You progress through the storyline easier. 
and it's easier for someone that's as ADD as me to just jump in and play. Um, yeah. And I think that's what kind of spoke to me more about the um, Forza versus um, GT thing. But literally, my deciding factor on the uh, Xbox versus PlayStation debate is whether, you know, because right now it seems like Gran Turismo is about to be freaking amazing for the next one. And if Forza can't match that level of amazing, I might end up leaning more towards PlayStation again. So I'm here's my thing. Are going to wait a little bit to sit there and get the consoles to see? I'm going to wait for round two, to, their I, second release, to come know. out. Because we... I can't say because my kid's here. I think you know the plan. Yeah. Yeah, so... Um, I have an idea. Um, hand me down. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, for me, me and Kyle remember this years back. I'm sure Mike does, too. But stuff like the GT Cafe, um, the uh, the GT World, and yeah. having a more of a campaign style where it wasn't just you were racing against the computer. Like, you could do – it was as if you started a drive and you had to progress and you actually had to fight to keep getting better. Uh, they're bringing a lot of these features back. So, like, the GT Cafe, GT World – uh, GT Auto, so you can buy a used car. You can, oh, you don't have to spend. That That's yeah, they, cool. they're bringing that back from what they're saying. Um, and then you have the GT World being being added to campaign mode. Um, it does still keep the GT Sport style top bar. Um, yeah, I did notice that in the promo. Um, and the other thing I like is it's got. They're saying it's faster processing than any system on the market. It's gonna process faster with better graphics. I'm a PC gamer as Any well. Any console game. Okay. Um, it's going to offer vi- 4K video support. Um, so they're saying it's supposed to give it, bring us, you know, really nice, intricate visuals um, on all the vehicles, to, uh, you know, in the various forms. So you've got a Honda Civic, you got a Honda Civic Type R, you have a Honda Civic GR4, GR3. Like, you're going to give you full details on all of them. Um, so here's my thing, Mike. You're the probably the most computer-based guy out of us. Yeah. Um. They're gonna Sony stating the processing power is gonna make it look like any previous console system was standing still. I believe it. Um. What do you think? Like, do you think it's actually possible? Or do you like just with the natural progression of the systems coming out? Like the natural progression with the systems, they're gonna try to compete with. Uh, from what I've been reading about all the systems is they're going to try to compete with PC, but then, you know, PC is already coming out with the next-generation graphics cards, but you're going to shit on anything. It's set, The next-generation graphic card is going to be able to handle, I think they said 12K video support, which isn't even available. That's fucking ridiculous. It's not available. You can only like, get 4K right now. That's next-gen technology. Yeah, they, yeah they're, they're beating the generations of technology by, like, probably, what, 10 years? I'd say a minimum of five years for any console system out there. I mean, the military might have 12K video resolution, but that's it. Yeah, that or like maybe uh, pro sports team, like pro racing teams that might have it where they have the technology. But um, so for this, this one's for Kyle. Campaign mode and various features, like I said, they're bringing back a few aspects, but they're now allowing us to come back with tuning, special events and missions, and used cars. What do you think of that? So for me, um, like as an Xbox player who yeah, likes no, no. Forza. So like the thing that I loved about Forza was the tuning. You can't call it accurate to real life, but it was the closest you can get in a video game. Yeah, with to with the put- tuning, with engine swaps and 
The op- abil- availability. The availability of parts, like you, you want to get more power, you need to upgrade your cams, your turbos, your intake, your exhaust. You want to drop an LS into a Honda Civic. I mean, yeah. I believe there was the option, and I think it was Forza Three to drop like a yeah. SRT10 Viper engine to a Honda Civic. It was yeah, it, it was re- so stupid. They they, uh, they made some more realistic swap options available over the over the years, but the fact that that was an option was one of the things that made me prefer games like Forza over Gran Turismo, where... I feel like there might have been one other feature that sold you over on that over at Rally And the customization itself. The so open like world. The, the wheels, the lowering, stuff like that. You. I feel like the you open world, you, really, could, you, you could build the car and you could drive it on a normal street and not have to drive it on a track. Well, that that's Horizon. So, oh, mean, you're talking like the I'm talking, overall I'm series. I'm talking Forza Motorsports. Oh, okay. Uh, I've never played Forza so, Motorsports. So... But like even so, there were still all these customization options. Even in Forza Motorsports, you can wide body certain cars. I mean, it's that would like, be killer. Like if if Gran Turismo could match that, like I'm sold. I'll literally buy a PS5. But like I feel like these know, games just, are getting much closer in competition level yeah, of like, quality, realism, yeah, customization. I mean, in all honesty, the graphics between them is like, minute. Yeah, it's so minute. Like in the the driving field now that I have a sim. Comparing Gran Turismo on your setup to Forza on mine, very, very similar if I can freaking get my settings dialed in. And what I like is GT Sport, you don't need to dial your settings. Like, you can... Yeah, I, I spent a lot of time um, messing with my settings, and I'm pretty sure I just fucked it up. But Start um, over and go from flat and yeah. try over. Yeah, it was um, something with the uh, force feedback being a bit too much, and with my setup being a little janky, it's like I need to turn it down a, a little, little bit. A little aggressive? Yeah. So. Um, yeah, you, you, you take a slight right, and you're you're doing a donut. But again... That's also they, kind of Forza's style, though. Yeah. Like, and, they're a little more arcade-based. Well, I mean, not, not that, but, but... Forza Motorsport really isn't very arcade with the exception of, you know, V10 swapping a Civic. But that's just ignorant. Yeah, and that's awesome. The V10 is yeah. as long as the goddamn car. I know. Um, <laughs> but how does that fit? And then um, I, I think for it was like Forza four or five or something like that. Um, whatever one it was, maybe three. I don't even remember. But it was, it was funny because a lot of these cars that you could do swaps in, there was this Auto Vista thing that they had. And uh, I kind of, I've heard it was, about it. It was it was basically just like showcasing your car. You could. Um, so open it's, the doors uh, and open the hood. And oh, it would still shit. be the stock yeah. engine in the car. Even, even if you, you built it? Yeah. yeah, even if you swapped it, it's yeah, still bullshit. just... bullshit. I know. It's like how uh, Gran Turismo had the used cars and they had, like, you know, 16-bit interiors. Or you couldn't even get in the interior on them. Yeah. And that's, but, so that's one thing I like now is any of the cars, whether it's base model and up, is even GT's Ford. used cars? Well, I'm pre- from what they're stating... The used cars are going to have full interiors. It's going to have full detail. Okay. Including reflection. Like, I was hitting... I was racing on... Um, is it still going to be the same amount of detail as the higher-end cars, though? Yes. Okay. Even my base model, Honda Civic, is as detailed off. as my GR1. So that's the one thing that pissed me off about Grand Turismo. Um, not, is not GT Sport, but the one before. GT... Um, well, especially GT4, when they had just come out with the yeah, detailed interiors so of the stupid, nicer cars. Man. So, like, you're going to add all these cars just to say that you have more cars, but, like, so, you can't even really drive those cars. So, here's the one thing is that a like lot of people didn't get is the it. amount of time it takes to... You have a 1995 oh. Honda Civic Type R. Yeah. Is the time and effort of getting the shadow in the 
the no, reaction and to I, I totally right. understand it, but it's like, why put it in the game if you're not even going to do it right? It's because the you community know? was yelling for it, and they wanted the, I want more variety. Yeah. What, what would stupid like, shit I'd love to see in the game? A 95 Camry, a 2005 Camry. Like, fuck the 2005 Camry. A 95 Camry, a 2015 Camry XSE Sport model. Yeah, GT4 even had cars that were made up. Like, the Cadillac CN, unless it was released it was, somewhere. They were a concept all, car. They used a lot of concept cars. So, they, okay. didn't they classify it under the Grand Turismo concept class? I have no idea. It was something I, silly. Well, I, I know just that, remember hearing about the car. Well, I know that CN you can I get in 20 I minutes. I saw it at a Chicago Auto Show. Okay. So. Yeah, so they used a lot of concept cars. Yeah, this, and the Vision Grand Turismo shit, that's all, that's all fake cars. But, like, they're cool. I wish they made the Vision freaking GTI one. That oh, yeah. cool as hell. The, but the CN, I remember back in GT4, you could literally do, you do the driver's license test, you do, like, one special event, you have, uh, and you have, like, one of the fastest cars in the game. And what I like uh, with the at least GT Sport, they've made it more competitive. GT Seven is supposed to be a much more competitive one where okay. you have more of a, 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 a campaign mode, a true campaign mode. Um, speaking of the older GTs, um, Trial Mountain, do you remember that one? Oh yeah. They've made a bunch of tweaks, longer straightaway, adjusted the chicane, longer back straight because they want to fit more cars. Trial Mountain's fake, right? Yes. Okay. But this time it's actually based off the out of the Sierra Nevadas, so okay, it's a stateside cool. trial mountain. Oh, that's pretty cool. Um, at least from what the multiple articles I've read. Gotcha. Um, let's see. Um, obviously bringing back a campaign mode menu, so it's got more of a fun Need for Speed. I I, I go back to Need for Speed. On this that reminds one. me of the old GTS. Like it reminds me so much of the old GTS. The Need and, for Speed ones. I mean, depending on which one you're playing. I mean, Need for Speed was kind of more open. We'll say the when they started going open world, like Need for Speed Most Wanted or whatever. Um, well, Underground Two was probably the yeah, most successful. Yeah, Underground was probably their most successful. Um, probably their most successful open world. Honestly, that's the one that everyone really, really played and liked and played. I definitely dig it. Um, it's true. I feel like it's gonna. Do you think it's gonna be good for the game and involve people more when they give you the tune like? Give you the machine shop, the car wash, and all the different features that they used to have, and you can actually scroll over to them where it looks like it's a map, and they're not in a drop-down menu. They're more on a map base where you actually have to look at. I think it will help the overall game in general. I think it will be more appealing to the old people, such as Kyle, who went from you know GT hey, to fucker. Forza to whatever it may be. The old people. Sir. You are old, thank you. He's got a point. You're older than me. You're old. Um, <laughs> Did you not see my Facebook post with, you know, I'm 25, my my back's 53, and my knee, she just turned 73 uh, yesterday? Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You're an asshole. Hey, man, that's true for me, too. I have probably the most physical job of the three of us. Man, I hate that GT has all these videos and trailers and all this stuff, and... Forza just says that they're coming out with a game for the Series X. They don't have a freaking. So this this is oh, GT Sport. Ta- this is Gran Turismo taking the initiative of trying to get the market. Yeah. Before Forza. Uh, um, there is a trailer. I'm gonna pull it up. Now, where'd you find this trailer at? Like, what uh, website? On, on Xbox's website. Okay. So anybody who likes Xbox and Forza, check it out. Um, the other game I always consider is Dirt Rally for a rally sport oh, game. Oh, dude, that game is so frustrating. I love it. I heard I it's so. I heard it's the it. most realistic rally game Absolutely. on the market. 
Absolutely. And you did you play two point or whatever the new one is? <laughs> and you hate every second of it. Did you see the uh, pro rally driver who actually uses uh, bird view, uh, third third person view, where he can actually he's like, I can't play this game if I can't see how the rear end's reacting. Yeah, yeah, because you can't feel it on a. It's crazy, man. Like, dude, and I'm looking at the the trailer for the uh, Forza and the graphics. These are all in game graphics, and it looks like a goddamn movie. That's insane. So like, my thing is, I don't get my way, hopes up too much when I see cinematography. Yeah, no, I know, but that's oh. actual in-game footage. It said, um, which I guess could be the in-game cinematic cin- cinematography. That one, thank you. Um, um but now, just, what if either one of these systems, man, like 4K gaming, 120 FPS, like we can't even see that much. That's so crazy. here's my question, Mike. I'm gonna start with you because I already know Kyle's answer. If you were to choose between Xbox and PS4, for specifically gaming, oh, sorry, PS5, thank you for correcting me, Kyle, specifically for Forza or GT Sport, which one did you go with? Because you've gotten to play both, and you've gotten to sit on my rig on PS4 with the GT5, uh, GT yeah, Sport. I, okay. I remember I drove around that stupid uh, STI we built. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Which I one did you... I had my settings right, though, so... Well, either, either way, that thing wasn't gonna go straight if I hit if I yeah hit like the it. fucking super swapped AE86 Corolla. I detuned to 340 horsepower and just hit the gas and immediately half throttle just spins and donuts. Yeah, yeah, it's it, literally all that that suit the Subaru was good for in that game um, too, and it's supposed to be all wheel drive. Useless front end. Yeah, it was, um, it was essentially a rear wheel drive car. Um, what would you go with? I'm um, picking. I'm biased to Sony. I've always been okay. Sony. I'm going to own both systems though. Fair enough. Like I, I honestly, I'm going to own both systems be honest myself. With you, being a PC player, these you, systems you, are literally going to be my Hulu and my Netflix. So here's the best part for the Xbox: you don't need you don't need to buy the Xbox. Yeah. You have a Microsoft computer. He can yeah. get Forza on his PlayStation. Yeah. You yeah, can get iRacing on your plate uh, on your uh, your computer. I mean, like you're good. You don't need that. You don't need to buy the systems. Some like crazy graphics cards and shit though to run like 120 FPS on 4K. My graphics card, I believe, is can go two forty. His graphics cards, his his setup's ignorant. Um, my my graphics card's eight hundred dollar graphics card. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, like I was looking at. Like, and I have thirty two gigabytes of RAM. I was looking at like a eighteen hundred dollar PC build. Okay. Which I don't think gets quite to that level. Mine's forty five hundred. Okay. Yeah. See, so probably not even close. Kyle, what would you choose if you were to choose between a, we'll say Horizon. So this is actually my... Or is it your current debate you're having with yourself yeah, right now? Yeah, I'm literally having this debate because... You've been to my house how many times you've never seen my PC? You've yeah. got it hidden in a way. Yeah. It's, it's why, shiny why glowing. you to show me that damn thing? Fuck. you got to come over again. Just um, remind me. Hit me in the so, head a couple times. So I'm currently... So I grew up on PlayStation. I had the PlayStation 1, I had the PlayStation 2, and I had the PlayStation 3. And this is where me and Kyle started getting divided on Gran yeah. Turismo versus so, Forza. Um, 360 came out, Forza came out. It looked like a lot of fun. It, it was amazing. And I was actually friends with a lot of people who had Xboxes and were really into Halo and stuff. So I ended up getting the 360 um, because of Halo and Forza. Where it was like, so I had Halo and Forza for the Xbox, and then I only had Gran Turismo with the PlayStation, so I stuck with Xbox. And then ever since then, you know, I upgraded my 360 um, to the newer version or whatever when that when that came out, just like how the PlayStation released the slim version of their console. Yeah. Um, and then 
Xbox One came out, so then I bought that um, because the Forza series was just getting better. And in my opinion, it was already better than Gran Turismo at that point um, as far as what I wanted in a game. And um, I I still miss Gran Turismo um, because I literally give that game credit for getting me fully into cars. Yeah. Like, that was the game that got me completely into cars. Um, so, like, there's a lot of sentimental value with the Gran Turismo franchise. Um, because all the other games I like to play, you know, Call of Duty, Gran Tris- or Grand Theft Auto, whatever. Like, super all the other games that, super... I, that I like to play are available cross-platform. You know? Yeah. So whatever platform you pick you can have that game as well. So the and for me now, I'm not into Halo anymore. I, I fell off of it when it started getting all weird. Um, Space jumping and it, shit. It really is it, really weird because I have I have the collector's edition for PC yeah. and, and it's just it's just not what it used to be. So I, I don't I'm not really into that anymore. So, so now it's like I'm literally down to my deciding factor being Forza or Gran Turismo. And Forza hasn't given me enough information. I feel so like I'm going to wait for the first release to come like It's definitely going to be a mo- Forza Motorsports, not a Horizon, coming out with the yeah. system, because it's every other year. Um, so they'll release a Forza Horizon, and then they'll release a Forza Motorsports. I said that backwards, but same concept. No, I get what you mean. Um, so they, the last one that they released was a Forza Horizon, um, and I've been playing the crap out of that. It's a lot of fun having the open world stuff, but um, as far as having a gaming sim and everything... The motorsports is where it's at, but I there, dig it. There's gonna be a new motorsports with the Xbox, but I know absolutely nothing about it. I know it's gonna look beautiful because the Xbox is just playing big dick in the locker room as far as console war specs go. Um, but it's like, you know, pretty graphics aren't enough to make a racing game good. I, as, I want the. As you can tell by me switching from PlayStation to Xbox. Holy shit, dude! Yeah, and honestly, like I, I'll even go as far as saying, like, you know. The amount of things I've read about the difference in the two systems, mm-hmm. there's a lot of other things I've read that where it's like, you know, Xbox did this or Xbox did that. And then, like, it goes, it, like, they've been, things that are released, like, come out and sit there and be like, oh, yeah, you know, they said this, but it's really not true. Okay, gotcha. So, like, I'm I'm going to wait either way. You have any idea who that is? That's one of the three guys that are key uh, key guys on Grid Life. Oh shit. He was one of the That's creators. Cool. He actually created the um, GLTC circuit. Wait, what? Adam G. Bay just yeah. liked our photo. Hell yeah. I'm <laughs> 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 fucking geeked. <laughs> um, um, did I tell you about when I had the, uh, the uh, fuck, U.S. Department of Secure- Homeland Security like one of my pictures on Instagram? What did you fuck up and post? <laughs> like, I, I posted a can of Baja Blast. <laughs> And here's what's fucked up is they Homeland know what you're security. doing. Homeland Security. And I, I looked on the page and it was actual, like, U.S. Homeland Security. Like, it was all, you know, generic Homeland Security posts. Yeah, Homeland Security can and fuck off. And it's like, off. why the fuck were they following me, for one? And two, why, like, Who did what you did I off? do? It's when, whenever I say something, like, stupid illegal that I, what I do, like, like you know, it's just like, oh, yeah, I'm gonna I'm go. I'm sorry, FBI I'm, agent. Yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go street race. Yeah, I'm sorry, FBI agent listening to me on my phone right now. You know, it's always that. So they probably sat there and just like, oh, this kid's up to no good. And then you post that picture. It's like, yeah, we're listening, motherfucker. <laughs> I was out racing my fucking GTI at that point. <laughs> it's like, don't worry, we're here. We know. 
Um, all right, so I know we gotta, we kind of got to get rolling. We've been going for a while. Um, yeah, we've had Kyle here for five hours, and his fiance wants him home. Three and a half. Well, like close to five. <laughs> to her, it's six, but love you, Lexi. Um, all right, honestly, though, like something we like to do on this show, Kyle, is do answer um, social media questions. So we got one from, obviously, we're still working on getting questions for people, but one of the questions we have some, some from somebody is, he just now heard about Dupacolor spray paint that you can remove. So basically plastic it. Yep. He wants to know what is it and how does it work. So I actually used that on one of my TCs right before I, I got rid of the thing. Um, I wanted the wheels to be black. Um, I figured it would get me some more money from the thing. I, it didn't. But you I will be honest with points. you guys. If, um, Kyle has dropped his socials on here. If you want him to paint your wheels, he did a fantastic job on our buddy Sam's, oh, and he you. could definitely use some extra cash to help <laughs> build that Supra. Yeah, help me find my Supra. Find me on OnlyFans. No, <laughs> I swear to God. I swear to God. You plug OnlyFans. This episode's never going up. <laughs> oh God. Um, I mean, no shame to anybody who does that, but. Um, but no, I actually did use the Dupacolor on, it, it's, uh, I don't remember the name of it, but it's Dupacolor Removable Paint. And I bought the glossy black, I, I believe it was, no, it was, I bought the flat black. I think they did offer glossy one though. Um, and it actually worked a lot better than Plastivit, but taking it off. Was um, a pain in the ass. It, yeah, any removable spray paints like that, Plastivit, Dupacolor, whatever brand you pick. You're going to hate yourself as soon as you go to take it off. I promise you. Now, do it's, you go with the old theory, the thicker, the more layers you add on, the easier it's to remove, like plastic it was, or is it still that. a pain in the ass? And, you know, a thicker layer... I agree, layer, Michael. Michael's shaking his head super enthusiastically. Taking off a thicker layer is easier than, like, lightly misted on, because you literally have to rub it off with your finger at that point. you at least have something to pull your, back on. Yeah, but it still breaks, and it's still not removable. Like, you... Do you go with if the power wash method? I, I tried that and it didn't work. Really? Okay. It didn't. Do you need the dip dissolver from dipyourcar.com? Um, but it's like you if fucking you're gonna, monopolizing son of a bitch. If you're gonna if you're gonna do all that, just paint your wheels correctly. Like I know you want to be able to go back to stock if you want to, but like. It, 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 it's the stock wheels. That's that's yeah. the only thing that's anybody like, who's. Spray painting their wheels, it's normally going to be spray. it's stock wheels. Yeah, so the, here's the Genesis are... Or if it's aftermarket wheels, you're here's... painting them for a reason. There's curb rash or whatever it is. Like, I've got a question for you, though. Um, we're going to take this from an enthusiast here because we've all been there. Yep. You have a guy who wants to plastic his car. He wants to plastic his wheels or plastic his mirrors or whatever. And to see how it's going to look before he has it professionally done, is that a good route to do it? But nobody ever actually goes and gets professionally done. There are Normally, some people who, like, we'll say somebody takes their wheels, like, I, there, powder coats there their are, wheels. There are some instances. We're going to go with those but, instances, though. Like. But it's just, like, if you're thinking you want to do it to the point where you're going to plastic dip it, just go and do it. Just go and do it right. Do it once. You know, don't have to go and pay and do it twice. Like, okay, we'll, 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 we'll it, use this as an example. I get Mikey's WX wheels, and I go, I don't like the gray on it, the graphite gray. And they're curb rash as fuck. I say I want to go. I want to go. You know, lighter gray wheels. Could I dip? Should I dip them or should I just get them done? And hope to God I like because like you can Google just, you can Google research enough photos of them. Yeah. Um, I would just go and get it painted. 
or like powder coated or what whatever of- whatever option you want to go with i would do that rather than plastic i think like in all honesty it's such a headache that like the, the amount of money you're spending in the fuck like hydro, hy- hydro dipping? Yeah, hydro dipping. Oh my god, I yes. I don't really like hydro dipping because normally they it's look like some, so clean. Though. There's some cringy ass designs that. Oh well, yeah, yeah. No, like what? Like well, about hydro dipping? Solid color that would be pretty cool. I like, yeah. but then it's like it doesn't wrap around perfectly. If you have a lot of spokes. It, if you get a good enough get, a good enough hydro dipper, you can get it done well, but you're not gonna you're spending some serious money. Yeah, like, man, it's, you're better off getting the get car fucking yeah. And you can get. And candy, not only do they remove the tires on powder coating. Now, well, so what I love about powder coating is they not only do they remove the tires, they can fix the tires and balance them, put yep. the tires on as well as, as dipping so, them, and put them back on your car for a hundred dollars more. I want to do the wraps wheels too. Like that you vinyl like wrap it. It's a pain in the dick. No, you, actually. No, I mean like that's cool. I would rather have vinyl wrapped wheels than uh, plastic. Because guess 100%. what? You don't like 100%. it. The vinyl wrap comes off in one yeah. sheet. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and even if it rips, it's like, oh, I'll just dig up a corner and peel it instead of sitting I can there peel and burning at a time. the tips of your fingers off by rubbing it for four Or buying, a, dr- yeah. you know, DA God, attachment racers on your racers. I plastic my entire racers. roof, so I have a lot of experience with removing plastic dip, and I can tell anybody have, that right wants up? to do what? Go ahead. Anybody that wants to plastic dip your car, please don't. Do, Would you You will rather... thank me for telling you not to i promise i'll be no. honest though the one person i know that plastic did their entire car that turned out amazing was hubert hubert did a good job did though. he, he took a lot to remove it no 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 he yeah. sold he sold it like <laughs> yeah that. he sold but, it like that but See? that blue that he did on yeah, that I mean, freaking like eclipse if, was if you, dope if you take your time and do it right well didn't he get like the you have to do equivalent of pay yeah, yeah he bought the sprayer yeah. with so he with got it. the dip your car kit like if you do yeah. that and you actually follow you're halfway to a paint kit yeah, I mean, see, that's the that's the other thing, though. So, like, if you if you listen to the instructions and do it right, you can make it turn out right. So, a good example to follow here would be go on Donut Media, look up their High Low series, and there's they. Oh yeah, I love the High Low series. They they bought identical 350Zs. One of them they got either painted or wrapped. I can't remember. One then, was painted. I one think was it, wrapped. I think it was no. No, one was no. wrapped. One was plastic dipped. Yeah, and they plastic dipped one of them, and it turned out absolutely terrible and they were slamming you know plastic it because they did a terrible freaking job on it which most of us would I, do what like, i like is they, they said what the right... they should have done different and when they yeah. re-dip the car they yeah. go this is so what they, we did different this is what, what we i was need getting to into is like you know they they were slamming it because it turned out terrible but then the people that dip your car i'm assuming reached out to them and were like hey you know you guys just didn't do it right like here let us help you do it right and then they we'll give did you the it kit. right, we'll give you this. and it we'll did turn out really good. Like it did yeah. turn out really, really good. But it's like the amount of money that you're gonna spend. Now, on who does this? Is that Donut Media? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So okay. yeah, Donut Media on YouTube or Facebook, you can watch. One of the videos. best ones for us enthusiasts of is it worth it? But it also comes down to oh, the Money Pit show. Um, I was gonna say it comes down to some some of the oh. stuff is driver capability. What I like about what they do is. They stick multiple drivers in the same car, and yeah. they switch cars. Oh, for the high-low stuff? Yeah, for the yeah, high-low yeah, stuff. Yeah. Great. Um, Great shit. So, so, like, the thing that I was saying was, like, the amount of money that you need to spend on a good dip-your-car kit, you're literally halfway to a good paint job. Yeah. And it's like, if you think you want that color, and you're committing to all this work to change that color, are you really going to spend the 12 hours it takes to peel all that off? Like no, you're not. You're gonna get twelve rid of it if you're lucky. It. Yeah, if you're lucky. Like it's you, if you can you're get better the dissolver and the power washer, price. you might be able to get it 
off, but then you still need to rub a whole bunch of extra shit off. And then you're going to have leftover spots here and there that you're taking off for like an extra month. Like as you notice them. And Would you say it's better to vinyl wrap the car? Absolutely. Than plastic dip? Yeah. Absolutely. Especially like if, if you're you not want to be, on the color. Yeah. Even if it's if a, like a roof or mirrors or yeah, any bits and pieces of the car. Like I could plastic dip my roof to make it matter. So I have a I have a big sunroof on my car. And you have so, a huge fucking sunroof. So half of the roof of the car is black because of the sunroof, and I have a white car. So I want the other half of the roof white. Or, you want uh, it to black. blend in. So it's like I want the whole roof black because the sunroof has half of it black already, and I could easily plastic dip it and put a clear coat on it, and then it's removable if I want to sell the car. But like, I would rather pay somebody to fucking paint it. Okay, so here's what kills me is actually Mike or brought this up. At least vinyl wrap it because like if I want it to be removable, vinyl wrap is so much easier. I would way rather pay extra money because so a full car wrap job is like fifteen hundred dollars. Plastic dip's eleven hundred fifty dollars, twelve hundred dollars on average. You're well, spending three hundred dollars more. You get. If you're getting a simple matte color, you're not doing. Uh, you're still talking a bare minimum of thousand dollars. It's it's around seven to eight hundred, depending on the size of the car. Because I did I did spend a lot of time researching that. Um, dip your car is a really the good resource. The other thing if is you're depending on your area that. too. Yeah. Well, I mean, so the dip your car is a really good resource if you're set on plastic dipping your car. But in all honesty, do some research on vinyl wrapping. Find some people who do it local to you. And I think you're going to end up with a better result because you can't wash your car like normal with plastic dip. You can't take it through a car wash. It'll rip your paint job off. You take your vinyl wrapped car through a power, uh, car wash, you might end up with some like scrapes or something, but it's not going to peel the goddamn paint I, off. I feel like a good like 3M quality. I'm going to yeah. use 3M because those are, that's yeah. the biggest company I know of, right? Really? Yeah, they're, they're um, one of the top ones for vinyl wrapping. There's some better ones on them, but I can't remember their names. I feel like... Oh. like at least uh, we'll stick with 3M. If I see if I see the car that I was uh, gonna reference earlier, that I found uh, one of the guys that I work with shared a cherry blossom fucking STI that was vinyl wrapped. And oh my god! Beautiful. Please yeah. tag me in that. I want to tag both of you in it because it it's just like made me want to vinyl wrap a car. Yeah, and it's like you know with vinyl wrap, it's still removable. Yes, it's more expensive, and I think the biggest thing for a lot of people who do you do, think the finish is better? Like absolutely. Like. Because you've done both. Yeah. Like, I've only vinyl wrapped a few pieces. Like, mm -hmm. what I like about vinyl wrap is I could let that motherfucker sit in the sun for six months in a row and not move, and yeah. I'm not going to fade. But you get a drop of water on plastic dip. Oh, man. And it looks yeah, like man. shit. It looks dirty, even if your car is clean. Yep. And you can't properly clean it unless if you spend, like, another you have to buy. A, don't you have to buy a specialty cleaning sponge yeah. and, and then fluid? And if you rub it too hard, peels it off. If you don't, it's just, it's such a headache, man. And in then cost, you think the extra 15 to 25% of the cost is worth vinyl wrapping the car? Absolutely. If you're going for a removable no question. color yeah, scheme. No. I would no prefer question. just real paint. I think. I was saying so, if somebody wants a removable yeah, color scheme so, for like a race car or something. So let's say, you know, the person who asked. Um, it, it Brian Lowe's. So, by the way, on Twitter. You said Brian? Ryan Lowe's, oh, Ryan, he uh, Ryan. he actually okay. runs a coffee company where I'm I'm trying to see if we can uh, have him send a sample out. Okay. So uh, so Ryan, so if you are you know thinking about changing the color of your wheels per se, um, even if it's and a you mirror. want it to be removable, I would say vinyl or uh, the plastic dip could be a better option if there's not a ton of spokes if you want to actually remove it. Um, but if it's something like mirrors or you know, maybe a whole color change just to see what a body panel might look like in a certain color. 
I would say stick with vinyl wrap because it's a better cost-effective option, and you can do it yourself, and it might not turn out like crap if you do it right. What Where, do you think of say somebody like me who I could I could learn how to vinyl wrap the car, but yeah. I'm willing to spend the money on somebody vinyl wrap my car for like mm-hmm. the '99 Legacy. Okay. I want to throw it on the track, but I want a custom scheme done to it. Yeah. Um. Do you think it's worth the extra money? Absolutely. To just do that versus plastic and putting vinyl over it. Yeah. I like a vinyl I logo, like I, a decal. I wouldn't put logos or any type of. Because I feel like it's gonna tear it off, right? Yeah. Okay. So. Um, because Placidip doesn't adhere to the car very well. That's how it's removable. So Consensus is in order. Kyle, what is your order of if you were to recolor a car, no matter what you're doing, but okay. to recolor a full car, what is your order of? I would prefer paint. And okay. And if I don't have the money to paint it, Do I would Do a all, obviously, but we're going to say full wrap job, full yeah. paint job. Yeah, so full color change, I would go paint first because, you know, it just looks the best. You can take it through a car wash and not have a problem, and you can buff it and polish it and all that. You can't do that with wrap. Um, you can wash wrap just fine and make it stay clean, but you can't buff it. You can't. The bonus it. to wrap is it doesn't lose its sheen. It for the most part, if you get a good quality wrap. Yeah, I mean, a good quality wrap though is only made to last about three years. So the tints on my the tints on my windows are lifetime warranted. That's pretty awesome. So like, um, but I mean that's window tint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're gonna yeah, we'll, we'll say for a daily color. driver, you're you're better off spending chucking the money and spending for a paint job. Yes. Yeah, hundred percent. I mean you're never gonna get that money back. But what that's if you, what you get when you modify your car? What if you want to change your color every three years? Vinyl we'll wrap. say every two then years. Vinyl, vinyl wrap. wrap. Yeah, I would wrap it for sure. Um, if you know you're gonna change it constantly, I would vinyl wrap it. Under what circumstances would you use plastic dip? Personally, I wouldn't. I, I mean, the only thing I'm using Plasti Dip for is to recoat the Genesis wheels because they're already yeah. Plasti Dipped. Maybe wheels. Maybe wheels. Like, but maybe wheels. Only, only stocks. Yeah. And like, I would never Plasti Dip aftermarket wheels. Um, okay. I, I mean, like, what if you I've, did a I've test personally color? actually painted multiple sets of wheels myself, and it's not hard to learn how to do, and I only did it with Rhino Cans. Like, and I you just, did inside and out, correct? Yep, I did. So our buddy Sam... Uh, he had a Volkswagen Rabbit, which is like a base model GTI, essentially base model Golf, but they call it a Rabbit. Um, non-turbo, blah blah blah. Yeah, like, non-turbo. It's the same fucking car. Yeah, same chassis, just different engine, um, base model interior. Um, and then he went and bought the nicer trim level Jetta wheels for like a hundred bucks or whatever the hell it yeah. was. Um, maybe a couple hundred bucks because they had tires. Um, I had him take the tires off of it. And I spent probably an entire week prepping, sanding, priming, painting all of these wheels. And I did a pearl white on the outside of the spokes and everything. And then I did a candy red on the barrel. And it turned out phenomenal. I mean, I spent a long time on them. So, like, if it's something that is on your car that you drive every day, you're going to want to buy a second set of wheels to put on your car for a while you do it. Yeah. But where like Plastidip, you could do it in a day and it turns out okay, I guess. But yeah, you um, did a fantastic job on those wheels. And it's Plus, like anybody can do that. Like I'm not a fucking professional painter. Like I mean, I have. Do you think it comes down to the patience and research yeah. and understanding? Yeah, of how you to just do it? you just have to take the time to learn about it. Like if you are willing to take the time to learn about it, then you'll be able to do a good job. Okay, even so with, I know exactly what we're talk, talking about the next episode because we need to kidnap him. Okay. But he'd be a great one for the one I was talking about earlier this week. What? What is it? 
Let's give everybody a sneak peek. We'll talk peek. about it off air after. Oh, come on, let's give, no, everybody let's give everyone a sneak peek. Getting the automotive scene and working on your own car. Oh, okay. Because we all have different That's perspectives. We all awesome have different episode. levels. That'll I be... do want to do that. If you're free, maybe next next episode we'll we'll yeah. kidnap you for we're a few. Re- we're good. not recording next week, though. Okay. Yeah, I'm not free. Um, week. Two, yeah, uh, two three weekends from week. now? What? Okay. Yeah, maybe I can... I'll say I'll kidnap somebody for next weekend because I want to do an episode to throw in now we have Now we have two episodes waiting, so, you know... Yeah. So it's going to be pretty cool. Um, I like the different perspective because he's got a different... Stop eating the fucking microphone. <laughs> he didn't actually eat the microphone. He just keeps opening up his mouth to see if he can fit it in Does his he mouth. like big black raw things in his mouth? <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> and on that note... <laughs> <laughs> More beer. Um, um, like I said, Ryan, Kyle covered it pretty well. Mike covered it really well. Um, spend the money on a better quality... The least we would really Unless do. Unless it's wheels, I I can understand dipping. Wheels is okay. Wheels. I I I mean it sucks if you're gonna take it off. In all honesty, like it, it's gonna suck if you take it off. I so that's the thing. You're gonna spend damn near a hundred dollars on. And that's if bed. you rattle can it. Excluding yeah. if you buy the gun so, kit or anything. So let's just say yeah. let's just say this yeah. guy he wants to rattle can plastic dip or duplicolor his wheels. Now let's say if he's and not using for an so auto, just, if he's not using for an automotive purpose. I wouldn't have any experience with that. Okay. Um, but so let's say just as a. I had no here. context to the question. He just heard of the product, so. So let's just say, buddy wants to, let's say he's got a Civic and he wants to plastic dip his stock wheels. Um, see how they look in black because I mean everybody wants black wheels. Yeah. So, you're gonna spend probably in the ballpark of a hundred to one hundred and twenty dollars on all the paint in order to be able to get good enough coverage to be able to easily quote unquote easily remove the dip you're talking um, cleaners paint plastic dip the clear coat plastic dip yeah and then you know the tape and everything that you're going to need to do it or you can spend 275 dollars getting it powder coated professionally yeah so literally like obviously the range will depend on your area but on yeah, average i mean We'll so, say three hundred dollars on average. The the shop that I got quoted for for my eighteens was two hundred and ninety dollars for a super high end job with metallic pearl. Now who'd you paint. go through? Because um, for the local listeners, who'd you go through? It was uh, uh I'm I'm out in the middle of nowhere. Um, um so a, it was Route sixty six. Um, oh, some some shy Chicago land speedway yeah, Chica- company. Yeah, it was a Chicago land place. I actually I gotta pull it up on my maps because um, I have it in my history. The um. um Go ahead, Mike. Damn it. Actually, one thing I could sit there and tell you to do if you want to sit there and see how it looks, take out your spare tire and paint that. You want to see how it looks? Google search. Yeah. Well, that too. Oh, you're but, talking in but, person. I mean, like, if you want to sit there and you think, you know, Plasti does the best route and you want to see it, take out your spare tire because when are you going to use your spare tire, really? Well, most of the time those are just a small steel donut. But... Not mine. Well, yeah, well, mine's but, a small steel wheel, but mine's an alu- uh, alloy aluminum wheel. Okay. It actually looks better than the stock wheels. That's it reminds me of a Mercedes AMG wheel. Okay. So, yeah, the shop that I got quoted uh, was Route 66 Motorsports in New Lenox. Shout out to those guys because it seems like like I was talking to them, and they really knew their stuff. Um, Are they they're patient, cool. they're understanding, oh, they're yeah. informative? Yeah, and like... Okay, um, good. You know, I obviously know a little bit about, you know, powder coating and everything because I've done some research on it. And, like, these guys were super happy that I knew what I was talking about. Like, yeah. I knew that he was talking about. And uh, they don't powder coat the back of your wheel. Um, like, the, the mounting surface, they take that off. Yeah. Which is very important. Because, because if people it, don't realize that Especially that if you 
a freaking wobble in your wheel, essentially. Especially um, if they remove it and you have a chip out of the thing, and then yeah. nobody understands the fact that that like that can cause major issues. That tenth so, of a, the hundredth of a like, gram. It, it takes freaking two minutes to mask that off and s- solve problems, but a lot of these cut rate places don't do that. Um, so I mean, they seem like a really solid shop. I haven't seen any of their work personally, but I've seen pictures online and everything, and it, they do some cool stuff there. It's not just powder coating, obviously. It's um, it's their motorsports in their name, but. Um, I happened to find them through a discount tire near me because I was getting um, some wheel or my new tires mounted up. We should also do an episode on tires. That would be cool. Definitely down. We did a good question on that, but with the uh, our in-house tire, our, you know, local tire expert. I mean, yeah, he he, he, he did work at two different tire places. I, I so for just tire, at, uh, discount tire, and then sometime at just tires too. Found out how bad the tires at just tires were. Oh, yeah. Horrible. Horrible. Um, um, never going to go over there ever again. Kind of terrible. Um, unless if it's just like for a crappy everyday driver car. But if that you, you have to spend some tires, serious money. Like if you want some performance tires, stay away from Goodyear. Just personal preference. Michelin yeah. Pilots for for us. Or Indy 500s. Who makes the Indy 500s? So the the uh, Michelin Pilots are definitely better than the Continentals, but I don't think it's quite worth the price difference to the Continental Extreme. Continental That's the consensus I've heard over not just podcasts, but yeah, the but overall like community people, in general is yeah. if know, you I have the money it. to throw and you have the budget where that extra $400 for that set of tires, it, you, it, it's, it's like us going to buy lunch. Mm-hmm. We'll say me and Kyle going to buy lunch. It's, you know... It's not going to kill you, yeah. but if you want to invest well, that four hundred dollars into your car or into travel fees or weekends, it'd be better to go buying lunch for the family. That does kill Kyle's pocket. Oh, we're saying taking talking solo people. Yeah, but um, we should probably save that for an actual time. Oh, we definitely will. Yeah. But yeah, good good idea. Uh, we yeah, have to cover so that. Back to the duplicator thing. Um, it's basically plastic, but you know, it, it was a better quality than plastic, though. I'll give it that. So if you want to dip your wheels or something small, not the entire car, because it would cost a shitload to do it just with these cans, um, it, I would go with that over plastic. And so. Yeah, so, I use, use plastic dip on the Genesis, and then John used dupe color on his uh, stockers. So consensus is. I I mean the stockers are kind of the stockers are kind of. Uh, those are his wheel wheels. He ended up doing the Bremercrafts too. Okay. And the Bremercrafts look really Loki good. Loki missed the fuck out of those wheels. But um, but we we also didn't use tape. We just used the note cards from the shop. I have, <laughs> I've noticed that the supply. note cards work better than tape. Tape doesn't stick to the tires. Yeah. So if you're gonna like ghetto paint your wheels. Well, you do the note card trick. Look it up. Yeah, the other thing we nice. like about the note card is they angle out a little bit, yep. so you can actually catch the lip of the wheel. Mm-hmm. And you can kind of um, like get the edge of it where the tire doesn't completely cover. Well, on the hand cook, I was able to. The the Michelins they're much closer, oh, so I'm yeah. not able to do it. Michelins they have that like tire protector. Yeah. yeah, they um. Is but... that for the machine? I don't know. Or is that no? I, I, the last I heard was that was to keep it from if it does clip something like yeah. a curb it's, or whatever. It's literally like a, a curb protection. Okay. Kind of, sort of. Yeah, it gives an extra buffer, so you don't. And get that's why you don't see a lot of people stretching Michelin's very much. No, Michelin's like they, they trust your professional, trust your tire shop, trust your builder. Yeah, don't stretch tires. Go. No. I, I, I'll, I'll give not you, not like excessively stretched. Before, like obviously we'll cover this in a later podcast, but I'll yeah. give something like a five millimeter stretch. Yeah, that's like totally I, the fine. the legacy. I had a I was I running two twenty five two twenty fives. I was supposed to run two forty five stretch. So like that's totally yeah. something minor. 
Yeah. That's reasonable. But if you're doing like freaking 15 mil, 20 mil stretch, like bro. If you're on, a 205 and a tie that you're on a 245, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not into block. that scene. You're going to have a bad yeah. time. I'm not into the scene, but I'm also not going to knock it. You make your car the way you want it to be. Yeah. If just, you're okay taking that risk and you want to spend the money, I'll, I'll judge you behind your back. I'm not going to judge you to your face. No, I'll judge you straight. <laughs> to your, I'll, I'll be honest. Too. I'll judge you straight to your goddamn face. But yeah. I'll also respect what you're doing and you're understanding the risk of what I you're just doing. I like it personally. I think it's yeah. like, hey, let me make my car handle worse. Like, yeah. why, dude? It's, no, it's more fun to make the, your car handle better. The yeah, one time I cares about fucking Instagram followers, man. The one thing I can oh. understand a, a little stretch drift uh-huh. cars. Okay, yeah, drift cars are. But that's a whole that's different a whole breed. Because you, the whole point of that is to lose control of the car. Yeah, so, I mean, like, control, but they lose control, control, losing control of your car. So. I dig it. Um, so yeah. But we should probably like we should probably end this one up like how uh, I need to get dinner. Home to fiance. Um, real quick, just another one for people. Kyle, Kyle, fucking wise on Instagram. Yes, sir. Um, you'll connect it with him through that, Mike. I'm Ebinger24 on Instagram. I'm Ebinger24 on Snapchat. And uh, the Facebook page is shifting through the gears, and I am the admin on that, so you can easily find my page for that, too. Yeah, you'll find us on that. Um, Snapchat, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that shifting through the gears, or STTG Podcast. Anyways, guys, thanks for joining us today. Kyle, thanks for joining us. I'm glad you got to make it up. This was a lot of fun. I can't a little less back. nerve-wracking than you thought? Yeah, a little bit. Lexi, I am sorry that we kept him so long, but honestly, it was it was. You have a present it. coming, he, so he, he uh. She'll be well through this bottle by the time she hears this podcast. Yeah, he he has a long list of cars. That's why it took so long. Yeah, yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah, he took know. the first half of the first episode of his cars alone. I asked you if I should just run through it, and then you kept asking questions about him. So I we both no, we both asked kept asking questions. Yes. I didn't ask that many questions about it. I I was letting you roll. Yeah. Uh, anyways guys thanks for joining us today you guys have a great day and we'll catch you guys next time peace